Hello and welcome to Atlantic Conversations. I'm Fanula Sweeney. The Atlantic Fellowship Programme works with a diverse community of leaders around the world with a common commitment to fairer, healthier, more inclusive societies. Through its seven programmes focused on equity and healthcare, socio-economic equity and racial equity, the Atlantic Fellowships offer committed leaders from around the world an opportunity to gain new perspectives and new colleagues while strengthening their confidence in their work for change. In each podcast, I'll be speaking to an Atlantic Fellow about their work and ambitions for a more just world. For this series, I travel to Bangkok to meet up with some of the first Atlantic Fellows from the Equity in Brain Health and Health Equity Southeast Asia programmes. Today, I'm joined by Hani Ibrahim, an Atlantic Fellow for Equity in Brain Health at the Global Brain Health Institute, Trinity College, Dublin. Hani is a geriatrician in Egypt. I asked him what prompted his interest in dementia and dementia prevention. We have very limited number of geriatricians in Egypt because geriatric medicine is a little bit new. It developed 20 years ago. One of the fundamental parts in geriatrics is the mental health, healthy lifestyle and continue independence. So it is crucial to understand neuroscience and neurocognition to be a good geriatrician. So being a geriatrician led you to the field of dementia and dementia prevention? Absolutely, yes. You've worked at GBHI, you've studied there. Where has that taken you in terms of research and implementation? Before joining GBHI, I only concerning about the multiple comorbidity and the physical illnesses and very shallow idea about Alzheimer's disease and dementia. But after I got my fellowship and finished it up in 2018, I started to figure out new paradigms in neurocognition like computerized cognitive assessment and cognitive training and have another area of interest in my research field. How prevalent is diagnosis of dementia in Egypt or early diagnosis? It is a very hard question because we didn't have enough statistics about this. We have 7 million people above 60 out of 100 million. 60 is the age of retirement. So there are 7 million elderly people out of 100 million people in Egypt. And what percentage of those are thought to have dementia? According to the latest published article, about 3 to 5% of them. But we think in the scientific community in Egypt, many, many of elderly have cognitive impairment, but concealed after the retirement and lack of challenges they have to reveal their actual cognitive abilities. What kind of access do people with cognitive impairment have in Egypt to hospitals or doctors or support? Cognitive impairment or cognitive function still have some sort of a stigma because it's considered as a psychiatric illness. Many of them, maybe the moderate to severe dementia, they prefer to stay at home because we didn't have enough governmental facilities to support these families or these people with dementia. So what is it you're trying to do? I am trying, first of all, to raise the awareness, to decrease the stigma about cognitive impairment, and to afford access to this kind of cognitive assessment to people outside Cairo and Alexandria. It is the biggest cities in Egypt, maybe 30% of population. And we have the entire Upper Egypt, 
they didn't have enough geriatrician or neuroscientist or psychiatrist. This is a common problem for people living in yes. remote areas everywhere. Yes. And also performing the cognitive assessment is not standard in the clinical practice. Many primary physicians and the internal medicine physicians didn't include cognitive assessment in their daily practice. The cognitive assessment on the shoulders of geriatrician and psychiatrist only. What has studying at the Global Brain Health Institute at Trinity College in Dublin done for your work in this area and increasing awareness and standardization of assessments? It helped me to include the remote cognitive assessment or computerized cognitive assessment in the daily practice and the culturally adapted into Arabic, our mother language. So it can enable the primary physicians to do this kind of cognitive assessment without having sophisticated expertise in this area. I learned, for instance, from UCSF about their TabCat, the tablet-based cognitive assessment tool. Several months ago, I started a collaboration with a UCSF team to adapt and translate this kind of computerized cognitive assessment into Arabic. We are in the preparatory stage now, but from my side, I have developed with my team in my university a screening test in Arabic on mobile phones. And after I got the software platform from UCS side, we can perform this kind of study in Egypt. A final question about where you would like to see the treatment of dementia and the care available for patients in Egypt. My dream is to include cognitive assessment for every elderly seeking medical advice, either from a geriatrician, from psychiatrist, from any physicians. He should think about, is this patient is cognitively intact or need support or help? And that's your goal? Yes. Hani Ibrahim, thank you very much. Thank you. Hani Ibrahim, Atlantic Fellow for Equity and Brain Health at the Global Brain Health Institute, Trinity College, Dublin. For more information, you can visit www.atlanticfellows.org. I'm Fanula Sweeney, and you've been listening to the Atlantic Conversations podcast.